Music with a message on the Messenger of Good News Worldwide, KFUO.org, AM850 here in St. Louis. You're listening to the Midday Moments program. I'm Gary Duncan, and it's time now for our moment in creation with Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold. Good afternoon, Pastor Worth. Good afternoon, Gary. Now, today you want to talk about Mount St. Helens, and I think I, I probably know the direction you're going to. Uh, scientists have been amazed on how fast all of that destruction has popped back and growth and everything, trees and everything coming back much quicker than they thought they would, right? Absolutely, but you're getting to the end of what I wanted to talk okay. about, so we'll, we'll, we'll get there, uh, but, but we're going to start the, with the destruction first before the repopulation. So first of all, for our listeners, uh, where were you 41 years ago today, it was May 18th in 1980, that there was a catastrophic, catastrophic eruption of Mount St. Helens volcano in the Pacific Northwest. And the wonderful thing about that terrible event is that it gave us a real-time laboratory in which to see how things work. Because, you know, when people go to, say, the Grand Canyon, and they read what the uh, signage says about it, they give the idea that it took millions and millions of years for the Colorado River that's way down there at the bottom of the canyon to erode that big canyon system one grain at a time. So if you were measuring the rate of erosion of the river at the bottom of the canyon today, and you assume that that's how the canyon got there, millions and millions of years of gradual erosion, very slowly by things remaining kind of the same with this uniform way of doing things, you say, okay, that's how the Grand Canyon got there over millions and millions of years. But when you see what happened very quickly at Mount St. Helens, you realize, oh, maybe the scientists are wrong when they talk about millions of years for something like the Grand Canyon to form. So you had Mount St. Helens on May 18th of 1980 erupt with tremendous force. The amount of power there was like 1,600 atomic bombs exploding. That's how much energy there was in the explosion of Mount St. Helens. It blew several cubic uh, miles of dirt and rock were completely blown away right. and, and spread all over the, the uh, valley there. It set up a huge, huge ash, ash cloud that went high into the upper atmosphere. And in a very, very short period of time, it laid down something like 600 feet thick uh, new strata formed very, very rapidly. There were pyroclastic flows, mud flows, ash, and all of this laid down a whole bunch of very finely defined layers, layer upon layer upon layer upon layer of new rock layers or rock strata. You know, if you had not seen what had happened, if we human beings had not been there when this happened and came after it was all over, the scientists would have assumed it took thousands or maybe millions of years for all that rock layer to build up. And we actually know it didn't take millions of years. It didn't even take thousands of years. It happened in a matter of hours and a matter of days, right. very, very quickly. In fact, uh, in one place, uh, there were 25 feet of stratified deposit accumulated within three hours. So this happened while we were watching, and it shows the very 
powerful effects of a, of a cataclysm, a cataclysmic, catastrophic force of nature happening. And instead of taking millions of years or even hundreds of thousands of years, it just was a matter of hours and days for 600 feet of strata to develop. And then not only did you see the rock layers laid down, but then uh, within a couple of years, you had a, a catastrophic breaking of, of water from a lake that rushed down a bunch of mud and a slurry of mud and, and rock and debris that carved out a 140th scale model of the Grand Canyon. So in a, again, in a very, very short time, instead of hundreds of thousand years or millions of years, like people say the Grand Canyon took, this took just a matter of hours and a matter of days to carve out a, a canyon system that looks like the Grand Canyon only on a smaller scale. It happened very rapidly. So it wasn't a little water over a long time. It was a lot of water over a very short time that carved out that canyon system. And so it gave us a big insight into how the great flood of Noah's day would have made some really drastic changes to the surface of the earth, including things like the Grand Canyon and so forth. So very, very fascinating that way. So we have the rock layers laid down, rock layers quickly eroded, hundreds of feet deep uh, again, so it happened very rapidly. And then the formation of fossils, too. You know, when you see fossils, you think it takes you know, hundreds of thousands of years, maybe millions of years for fossils to form. But that's not true. If you've been to Yellowstone National Park, perhaps you're familiar with the petrified forest. And again, if you read the signage there, they make it sound like those trees were there in that upright position and a long, long time ago, then they got fossilized. Well, we see from what happened after Mount St. Helens that those kind of fossils can happen very rapidly. So what you had is like over 20,000 big, big Douglas firs that were blasted from the mountainside and wound up in the lake, Spirit Lake. And they uh, eventually got waterlogged and they fell down into the bottom of the lake upright with the root end down. So it was as if you were planting a whole forest at the bottom of the lake so that they didn't grow there. They were washed there, by uh, first of all, by the blast that blasted them into the lake off the mountainside. And then in the water, then they, they went down and, and sunk uh, down into the bottom of the, of the lake so that they were root end first. And then they became uh, buried in sediment because uh, the, the logs that were floating on top of the lake kept getting washed from one end of the lake back and forth and back and forth, and the logs would rub against each other, and the bark all got rubbed off, and then we'd go to the bottom of the lake too, and then would with all the other sediment and stuff build up around those buried trees that were buried in an upright position. And speaking of the bark rubbing off and going to the bottom of the lake, that also helped us understand how peat forms and how coal seams were formed. Once again, it didn't take millions and billions of years. It happened in a very short time that the bark rubbed off of the trees, sank down to the bottom of the lake, and built up a very thick layer of peat, which eventually then can turn into coal seams, as we have all across the world and all across the United States. So very, very insightful stuff that we could see happening in our own real time, not taking thousands of years or millions of years that happen very rapidly. Besides that, now we get to the point that you started with, which is we also see that it didn't take millions of years for the landscape to re 
be replenished. So after the blast of the volcano, if you looked at the landscape where once there had been all these trees and it was verdant and fresh looking with all the, the forests and so forth, it looked like a desert, like, right. uh, like you were on the moon or the Mars or something because it was so devastated by the blast of the volcano. I want to let our listeners know that, it, you know, we're old enough to remember Mount St. Helens, but if you're not, uh, make sure you go to a, a, the web and search out Mount St. Helens to get a look at all that destruction. I mean, it was amazing to see. I, I know that's the same year I got married in 1980, and I remember the dust cloud uh, coming, as I said before, I grew up here in the St. Louis area. We got cars covered in that uh, dust from that. Wow. That just shows you how, how far-reaching the devastation can be and the, the effects of that Mount St. Helens volcano, which is not the biggest volcano ever. It's kind of a, a small to medium-sized volcano, but it had this great effect. And so since you're speaking about people searching information about this, what I would recommend people do is go to answersingenesis.org, and you can find on there information about Mount St. Helens. And there's books and DVDs you can get about this. A lot of the information I'm telling our listeners right now is from Chapter 26 of a book called The New Answers Book Number 3. The New Answers Book Number 3, available from Answers in Genesis. The author of the article is Dr. Steve Austin, who's a geologist who's done all kinds of research at Mount St. Helens. And the title of the chapter is Why is Mount St. Helens Important to the Origins Controversy? And so all of the points we've been making here point to a young earth, the great flood of Noah's day being real, just as the way the Bible describes it, and uh, points to the fact that instead of believing the the story of evolution with millions and millions of years of things happening very gradually, instead you see that what the Bible says is true, that there universe is only about 6,000 years old. About 4,000 years ago, there was a great flood of Noah's day, and it made tremendous changes to the surface of the earth, and it didn't take millions of years. Things happened very rapidly, both the laying down of the rock layers, the formation of fossils, the erosion of canyons, even the Grand Canyon could happen in a very short time, not millions of years, and all of these things support what the Bible says. It goes right back to what the Bible teaches, and you don't have to believe in millions and millions of years of evolution. Evolution. So it's a, it's a wonderful thing in real time, in our lifetime, that people would look at this and say, wow, God's hand is very powerful, and it d- didn't take millions of years for God to both cause that destruction and then also the redevelopment of, of the land, the replenishing and refreshing of the earth with new plants and animals that have once again uh, covered the earth that had been devastated by that volcanic blast. Mm -hmm. Would you like to lead us in a prayer as we wrap up this segment? I would be happy to do so. Let us pray. O Lord, you are almighty. All power is in your hands to create and to destroy. You touch the mountains and they smoke. We praise you for what you revealed in the destruction that took place at Mount St. Helens and how the earth has been refreshed ever since. Help us, O Lord, to believe your word, the Bible, and all that you tell us there about creation, the flood of Noah's day, but especially help us to see that you delight in using your power, chiefly in showing mercy and pity. 
you loved the world and sent your son Jesus, born of the Virgin Mary, who suffered and died on the cross and rose again in power on the third day from the dead, having conquered sin and death and hell for us, so that now all who repent of their sins and believe in Jesus have the promise of everlasting life with you in heaven. Help us to glorify your name now and look forward to eternal life with you through Jesus Christ our Lord, in whose name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much, Pastor. You're welcome. We are the messenger of good news. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash KFUO radio.